All right, you guys ready? Let's do this. You're listening to the best of the best of the best. Fully loaded. It was so good. Luck, luck, luck. I don't think I've ever been chuffed. And what the mouth word said was, you talk too much. Scotty Potty Hay. Someone slap me. That is not that crazy. That's hard. Losers. This is like proof of the supernatural. This is not the first goal scored by a hand this month. What? You made your own luck. You win by winning. When he plays, he scores. You're a pouty baby that doesn't deserve to be a baby. He's just a beardo. Si, senor. I would like the Pollo Ranchero, por favor. I'm just going to pour myself another bourbon and just let this thing roll. All right, welcome to the latest edition of the Fantasy Soccer FC Podcast. This is David Smith. Scott Weeby. Brian Shesko. Gentlemen, I'm going to start our show in a place our show has never started before. Come on, I don't believe that. Um, okay. The United States Supreme Court. Wow, you're right. We've never started there. Yeah, that's I'm true. I'm pretty sure that may, they maybe have never been mentioned on the pod Yeah, to this point. You curious how I'm going to get there? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually, okay. yeah, I am Good. curious. This is going to be a fun show. I'm actually pretty proud of what we've been able to do since the matches have stopped. I think our show has kept going. Grinded, grinded through we're, some things. We're working, we're working through it. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's hard to get it out there with all of the changes to life that have occurred uh, thanks to the coronavirus, but uh, we're here, and uh, we're, we're going to put it together another fun show, I think, today. Okay, nice. Before we get there, though, I do want to acknowledge the serious news that's been out there in the soccer world throughout the week. It's it's a little unseemly, but I think we should at least address it. What, Kyle Walker getting in trouble for not obeying the stay-at-home laws and having <laughs> parties that, adult parties at his house? Has he done that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I thought that you were referencing that. No. Okay, sorry. No. Sorry. But that is You thought that's what the Supreme Court was getting involved with? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In the yeah. United States. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, all the story's been about money. Uh, clubs putting their non-paying employees on furlough while the players are still getting their wages. Whether or not players will take a wage cut uh, or if they'll be allowed to donate to charity on their own. Uh, it's, it's unseemly. It's not fun. It, it makes me want the matches even more uh, than I thought it was possible to want them. But... You know, I thought about something today when I was thinking about this subject. There's a very famous United States Supreme Court decision from many years ago that essentially said that it was okay for American citizens to try to pay the least amount of taxes possible, legally possible. Like, there's no obligation on an American citizen to pay more than the law requires. Okay. All right? I thought about that. Because there's essentially two sides to the story about which clubs are opting into the furlough of non-playing employees versus playing employees. And uh, on one hand, I think that if there's a a system of of giving or, 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 you know, charity or whatever you want to call it that the English government has set up during this time, like an unemployment system of sorts, like an unemployment system of sorts, that allows clubs to enter their non-playing employees into furlough and, and to, to take advantage of this system, I think that that's perfectly within their rights to do. However, those clubs have to weigh that against the PR that comes along with that. And let's be honest, there's a lot of negative PR about 
putting your club, especially if your club has reported millions of dollars in profit, yeah. into this system designed to help those who are most in need during this time. Some clubs have chosen to opt into the system, and some clubs have looked at the PR and said, no, this isn't worth it. We're not going to opt into this system. And I don't, I don't think anyone's wrong in this. I think it's just opinions on both sides. Yes. <laughs> that, that's all I, I, I wanted. Should I not? Should we not talk about this at all? No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I was just trying to gather my thoughts. I just I don't understand what the big deal is. I mean, I understand that these these businesses, uh, the all the clubs are businesses, um, but you cannot function without your employees. And how how do you not take care of your employees? Because chances are these employees are some of the biggest fans of your football club anyways. I think it's how the clubs and are so choosing to take care of their employees, right? Take out a loan, right? If you're the club, you got you got cash flow coming in all the time. I just I just have a hard time believing that these things are strapped so tightly that there's no fudge room or they can't be creative and and figure out a way to make it happen. I so mean I love I love stories that Danny Rose is, you know, donating uh, a significant amount of money, I think, yeah. to try to take care of That's of the other side salaries. of this, too, because if I'm a player making significant wages, I want to control what I can do with it in terms of giving, right? right. I want to give it to my charity of choice, or yeah. I want to give it to the you know those, those employees, or I want to give it to people in my neighborhood who might be most in need, or, or some local organization that I know is going to do the right thing with it. I don't want to give it necessarily back to my club, which I know has been kind of a holdup for this wage cut as we record. Um, but these clubs are acting like they're not going to get, like they're eventually going to play these games. I think, I think they are. It seems like, it. I hope they are. Yeah. But I think they're eventually going to play them. So I guess, I guess you will miss certain monies cause you're not going to get the gate. In other words, if you do it in closed stadiums, yeah. you're not going to get, so I understand and it might be that. a big gap and but, you know, to get but the from club's now still to got then. the TV money, right? They already got it. You know, maybe I think so. I don't know. I don't know the details. I think that's how it works. I think they get it. You know, I just, I don't know. I, I think they friggin' businesses just need to suck it up and make it happen. I figured that as an FPL podcast, we should at least give it a little bit of lip service to talk about, give our opinions. But let's get to some of the fun stuff now. Is that all right? Is there is there some fun stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Oh yes. We've got we've got three things to do today, Dave. Okay. First of all. I have put together a top 10 list of January signings so far. The 10 best ranked January signings because you you all know how Brian, well I, I can't wait to hear about how Liverpool's 3 January signings are the top 3 signings. If you say Adrian, I will walk right no, out. No, it'll here. be the uh, January equivalent of Adrian. Oh, okay. teaser. Okay, great. Oh uh <laughs> no, it won't be. It won't be, but I knew that would come up and that that makes me happy already. And there's also no Pepe Reina on this list. He oh, did not man, make the top that's 10. That's okay cuz I'm going to reference him later in the thing that I'm doing. <laughs> all so. right. Well, speaking of that, Brian is going to do a how to say segment this week how to say with brian jay's okay. back yes and then dave it's the apology bet part two you forgot about it i did yeah good yeah i did <laughs> until that moment <laughs> so did i as, as you, would, as you guys yeah. can see on my yeah. face oh uh, yeah surprise yeah sure let's so, do it dave's not warmed up at all but he's gonna do it it's great let's drink more bourbon never right. mo- never before has a face more com- Clearly communicated WTF <laughs> than right that moment. It's so true. That's what we're here to do. Let's have some fun. Let's get right on into it, shall yeah, we? Let's get into All this. Right. 
All right, here is your top ten list, according to me. Open to debate by you. Yes. No, this is authoritative, and I'm going to take the January signings, <laughs> one through ten, as you say them. I don't care what they are. Uh, Starting at ten. His sarcasm hits harder than his uh, seriousness. No, that is not true. I, uh-huh. I Like, that wasn't just loaded with sarcasm. I wholeheartedly. Yeah, the last time I did. Right? Oh, that's and, not true. Yeah, my last Scott shot, I know how he feels about that. <laughs> Good thing I. Good this, thing one I was, this one was really good. Yeah, good thing I just recorded one for for a future of our podcast feed. Uh, no, it's this is our. Let me just say this was a stretch, by the way. It was a stretch to get to a top ten list. I probably should have done a top five, but I, I committed. Say, I committed to a top ten list. These first first seven or so are going to be. Did ten even get signed? Yeah, they did. Okay, they did, and Pepe Reina didn't even make it. Oh, okay. Here we go. Number ten. Danny Rose of Newcastle. Yeah, okay. He got some playing time. I, I think that uh, he only he didn't hurt the Newcastle defense. No. In his brief time back there. So I, he made the top ten list, number ten. Not a whole lot more to say there. Okay. Number nine, I put Odian Agallo here. Okay. Now, I know he didn't play a ton. But, I mean, but I think see, he brought some stability to in a position that to needed you, bodies. In fairness to you, there was barely ten signings. So these got ten guys had to go somewhere in some order. So sure, I'll give There you were that. more than ten, but I, I hear you on that. Number eight, I put Sander Berga. Okay. Sheffield. Now he'd have been higher on this list if he'd kept his starting spot consistently. He did okay. He's doing okay. Yeah. He did okay enough. I mean he did okay enough to unseat uh what's his face? Lord Lundstrom. Oh yeah. A little that, bit. That for guy? a for a for a match or what's two. What's his face? Yeah. Oh that guy. <laughs> Number seven. I told you this was a little bit of a stretch to get here. Number seven, Nabil Bentaleb, second. Second magpie to make the list. He okay. he he made some he made some matches. He played some minutes. Yeah, and I that was gonna be the I mean it was gonna be the how to say character this week, but but no, but no, <laughs> uh, no. I just looking into him even the brief the little bit that I did and deciding not to go with him. It that's a guy that it seems like. Uh, you know, but behavioral issues aside, I mean, it seems like there's a lot of. He said, he said, in those situations, at least from what Newcastle reporting on that guy is, they may have gotten a bargain in mm-hmm. that guy. Mm-hmm. So if he can integrate into the team, I mean, it, it's a guy that they uh, could be good for them. Agreed. Number six, Brian, is the man you chose for our How to All Say right. with Brian J segment. So I'm not going to give his name. I'm going to have you teach it to us instead. Take it away. Well, first of all, we uh, should go back nine episodes or whatever it was the the first lost pod right i think it was the first was it it was well it was definitely a lost pod but it was <laughs> okay. one of the one of the if it was either the first one or the the other one we had yeah. two right Part de, yeah um no when we would have done uh steven bergvine yep. of of tottenham for that how to say and that was going to be our music usage of yes dj newton of dj newton's oh, yeah. uh, recommendation totally to us that. from months and months ago uh so we're going <laughs> back so to sorry, that DJ. music i know yeah. well, we're going back to that uh back to that track again okay yes. it was going to be the track top floor yeah it's the first track from the band's second album, uh, it's uh, which again, band, Brian? This is the band Outcast. Yes. That's Outcast with a C. Uh, it was a. Uh, this track is Funky Breaks. I mean, this is the opening music of it. Sounds like it could have been sampled straight out of a 
oh, I don't know, like a Casey and the Sunshine band kind of, that uh, or an average white band or something like that. Really cool, and it will be playing while we talk about this person, if that's okay with you to have music in this, Dave. Yeah, no, but wait, let's do it. What are the chances we're going to lose this pod? Slim to none. Okay, good. All right, I just want to make sure. Uh, we now, Finding Outcast Funky Breaks. Is that the name of the no, song? No, the, the uh, track is called Top Floor. Top Floor. So, you want to, how to say this person's how to say? Let's, yeah, let's do it. This 27-year-old striker is a villain. And not just because he runs around during matches twirling his handlebar mustache like Snidely Whiplash. <laughs> <laughs> no, as we discussed what feels like two years ago, this villain is going down in Premier League history as being the first ever Tanzanian footballer to not only play a match in the Premier League, but also to score a goal wow. in a Premier League match. As he should have, because you are talking about Mbwana here. His first name, Mbwana. I thought Mwana. Moana? Mbwana. No, there's a B in there. Yeah, I just said that. Moana. Stop. <laughs> not Moana. Mbwana. That's his first name. Mbwana. Mbwana. There's a B in there. Mbwana. Yeah, that's better. Mbwana was named Player of the Year by the Confederation of African Football in 2016. That's pretty good. That is good. Then he signed with Hank. Is that how it's really said? Oh, yeah. It's, is this a twofer? A bit. A well, if you didn't know that, I've always said, said Genk. It is Hank. Hank? Yeah, oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. And by the 2018. Just when I thought. The name of a club couldn't get dumber. Yeah, you it really was racing dumber. Hank. And wow. by 2018, the 2018-2019 season, he had scored them 20 goals. 20 goals. Wow. I don't care what league you're in. That's good. I mean, you're talking about a guy who won the not racist at all Ebony Shoe Award, the award given to the best African or African origin player in the Belgian Pro League. Are you kidding me? For Pete's sake. Is that a thing? Yes. The wow. Ebony Shoe Award. I think you can blame Pepe Reina for his three-match <laughs> scoring drought, probably. How else are you going to stop a natural-born scorer like this? You're one Premier League goal-scoring forward. And my favorite Tanzanian Premier Leaguer of all time is none other than Mbwana Samada. You probably want to know how to say something other than his first name. Mbwana. Yeah, Samada. Samada. It's, it's easy. There's no Samada. Well, look, I know it's weak. But what, did you want me to put a lot of effort into this, in this economy? <laughs> All right, how about this? We don't oh, have enough I, time on our hands. I can, full, I can full circle it. Snidely Whiplash, as everyone in the whole wide world knows, is the villain from the cartoon Dudley Do-Right. It's from this, the cartoon. It's in the same family of animation as Rocky and Bullwinkle. Also then Peabody and Sherman, who sure. appeared in some of the Bullwinkle. Georgia the Jungle. I get all this. And the, others. The millennials are scrambling sure. for their YouTube Quick. searches right now. Quick, oh, Google it. Rocky and Bullwinkle, in one of the seasons of their show, they go to a, a school. They get uh, scholarships to a school called Wasamata U. And, <laughs> Come on. And that's what, made, that's what made me want to do Samata from gotcha. Astonville. Okay, I like that. Oh, Captain Crunch. Same uh, animator. Same family of animation. Really? As a, yeah. 
So there, now I've dragged wow, that's some... I've dragged cereal into this too. It's a perfect episode. If there's one thing that I know, you always want to drag cereal into anything. As, so true. As it is your favorite food. I would drag it like a like a, a, a old west criminal behind a, I, behind a, a horse and carriage. If I tried to pin you down on your favorite cereal of all time, is it would that be possible, or would you have to limit it to three? No, I mean I would tell you what I would want to eat the most and what I usually end up buying. So <laughs> why no, because I, you no. can't find what you want to eat the most, or you just do it because you'll like you're. Like, do you make your girls eat what you want? No, I, I'll. Do you let I, them eat your box of cereal? Oh, no, never. Nothing. Rarely. Golden Grahams doesn't count because to me, Golden Grahams that's, is that's a sugar cereal, but it's not like okay. overboard. It's not like it, right. It's not like, like cinnamon, fruit, fruit Loops with it's marshmallows. It's not like Cinnamon or Toast Crunch. <laughs> no, Cinnamon Toast Crunch is like that's a treat. That's cereal. so. Yeah, that's yeah. So Cinnamon good. Toast Crunch. Is Golden really Grahams is just a gateway cereal. Yeah, and yeah. and this is more I can look. Now we're so off. No, let's let's hear. Let's keep going. It's just that Golden Grams has a lower sugar per serving content than sure. I think a lot of it's people healthier. are aware of. It's <laughs> look, it's just it's Golden Grams isn't as, as bad for you as other things, right? And it's definitely like compare it to some of the oh, like Mom's Best or uh, Cascadian Farms or some yeah, of like the yeah. organic cereals yeah. that are you know in the yeah. in the special cardboard. Golden Grams is cardboard in the organic section. No, it's better though. No. Golden Grams is better than Golden any Grams of it. is really good. I love. I Golden. love Golden Grams. I love Golden. The Grams. organic equivalents are cardboard. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yes. I'm just saying. I'm yeah, it, they can't touch. It can't touch sure. the goodness of it, and the sugar content is it's not low. that much higher. So okay, so tell me. So so what's your top? You like if you could have it every cereal bowl. What every morning? Like I mean, what? I look. I go through. I would go through a rotation if I'm really want to. If I really want to blast my Count cavities, Chocula. I well, I love Count Chocula. I'm a little disappointed in recent years with the chocolatiness okay. of the Count Chocula cereal pieces. Okay, okay I've okay. said this before on this podcast. <laughs> okay, sure. It's been, it's been a while. I want yeah. a I want a healthier chocolate on my cereal piece. Okay. And it just hasn't been there. It's so, so really. So good. is that the top? Is that your top? No, no, I can't say it's the top. It's okay, just well, really good. Well, what's what's your top? No, I lo- look. I love every time. I love cinnamon toast crunch. Is one of the most satisfying always agree. cereals. Completely agree. I love the way it. it I love the crunchiness yeah. at the beginning. I love this. The just so- just a little bit sogginess of yeah. at the end. Toast crunch. I'm with you. It I'm is, so with you. It is an unbelievable cereal. Yeah. This is amazing. Okay, so so like second top three, love, top three, and that's I it. love Golden Grams. Uh, if I'm really going, if I'm going bonkers, both of the Pebbles cereals, cocoa and, and fruity. fruity. Yep. Okay. Base, I'm not like I'm not onto the other. I'm not interested in like peanut butter Pebbles or something like that. I just want cocoa right. or fruity. Right. I I am so with you. It's if. It would never happen in my house uh, because my wife would never let it happen. But Fruity Pebbles and Cinnamon Toast Crunch, if I had a choice, yeah. would be chosen almost every time. What? Well, I mean, I you know it's a good cereal when what you want is to just fill bowl after bowl. Yeah, and not <laughs> stop. I'd eat yeah. a whole box. Right. If I give me like, some I milk, I will go right back to give it. Give me some two percent <laughs> refill, and let me go. Your two percent. I if I. I grew up on it. I don't know. I mean, it, okay. I'm not what, against. What are you, Brian? I, I You're like a whole milk, milk but I'll sure. take whatever. Yeah, no, I, that's fine. I'll like, drink I, skim I, milk. I grew, I, mean... in, I grew up in 2%, so that's, <laughs> yeah. that's whatever. 
Hey, guys. So, can I go back to my top ten list now? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. There are others that are going to be in there, but but those are some no, of the ones it's, that, it's, for me, those are such go-tos. And I do love Cowboy Okay. Crunch. And I'll say, and I want to say this, just because anyone who, I want people to, to feel this, and Scott, this feels like the time to say this. There is some form of weird pain satisfaction that I get when I have Cap'n Crunch with berries. Oh, nice. When in, your, in your mouth? The way it cuts your mouth? What it does to the roof of your <laughs> yes, mouth? Yes, yes. It is this weird, sadistic satisfaction that it cuts the top of your mouth. Captain, Captain I Crunch. Get that. Captain is Crunch that fair? Needs, it's fair. Captain Crunch needs, uh, uh, you need to dunk the surface of the cereal. Before. And the perfect time to eat Captain Crunch is within, I don't know, like two minutes. After it's of, sitting there? Of milk. Yeah. 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 So it needs to get it needs to get that little bit. You kind of got to. I'm never dunk. that patient though, and I know exactly what you're talking about. No, I'm not either. Yeah. I pour it you and I'm it. crunching, and you're cutting and those the roof first of your mouth. About, yeah. Yep. And yep. you just Look, find something else to do. Go take a whiz or <laughs> something for like a minute and a half or two minutes. Just give and it just that it little bit there. of extra yeah. time, but don't wait too long because you can't. Yeah. What are you gonna do? You're gonna eat it like it's. Uh, to get some worn out sponge. No, you no. got to eat it whenever it's still moist. Yes, agree completely. Scott, what do you want to talk about I next? I think we're getting back to a top 10. Samada. Samada with you. <laughs> I was waiting for that. I've been waiting to say that the whole time. <laughs> All right, wasam- back to our top 10 list, which is now down to being a top five list. Wasamada, you. Wasamada. <laughs> Number five, Daniel Potence at Wolves. Ooh. Made some appearance off the yeah, bench. Yeah, he has. Okay. I can understand that. Why he's, is he above good. the lat? I again, if if I have to say who, they should not be higher than the people. Oh, I've already you know what? About. The thing about Samada that may would would make me say he's deserving of a higher spot is because he comes in final. The Carabao Cup final. They played City. Yeah, so Samada scored in, in the match, match against, against Leicester, Leicester to late. get them to the to get them to That's the right, it was Carabao late. Cup final. It was late, I think. So he got them to the final of a, a you know potentially for silverware, and then he scores in his first. He also scored in the Premier, Premier League, League yep. appearance against yep. uh, Bournemouth. Number four, technically not a signing, but he was recalled from a loan, so he joined the squad in January. Your boy, Arsenal's Eddie Nketiah. Eddie Nketiah. Yeah. No, he's probably worthy of that. He had an impact. I mean, he he was – I thought it was just rotation, and then it looked like he was actually keeping Lacazette out because he was keeping him out. Which is no small feat. No, which if you could look at it too, I never minded at times when people said Giroud should be starting. Some guys do really well coming coming on for the last 30 minutes. True. An older kind of veteran-style guy just seems to do better. And Lacazette really did well when he came in in that moment. True. So – you know, I I don't I don't, I don't I would love to see what the numbers were if there was only we go uh, you know if only there was a way to see what how he how well he did how productive his his starts were versus versus his substitute appearances for like thirty minutes the last thirty minutes of the match, but he did well. So number three, I'm looking at you, Brian. Okay, Jared Bowen, West Ham. Yeah, he's a guy. That's a, that's pretty that's good fair. of him to get that is to get very that high, fair. Yeah. That's a good ranking. I like that. I like that. I still well, thank you. Well, good job. This is a really great list. Scott. Thank you. I know, right? These guys are world you're, class. You're doing great. Thanks. Uh, when are the matches coming back? Uh, number two, still looking at you, Brian. Tottenham's own 
Steven Bergfein. Yeah. I thought he might be number one, but I get it. You forgot who should be number one. Absolutely. There's no question who number one is. Takumi Minamino. Just kidding. Bruno Fernandez. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Number one, Bruno. No question. As much as I'd love to say Minamino deserves it, he doesn't. It's Bruno Fernandez. He came in with a lot of hype, old Minnow guy. And he... He was, He'll be great. He was awful minnow. He'll be great. He'll be great. Give him time. <laughs> Give him a little small fish. <laughs> Give him time. Him and, him Bruno and... Fernandez. Let's talk about how great Bruno Fernandez has been. Bruno Fernandez Is he in deserves... your fantasy lineup? Yeah, absolutely. Is he in yours, Brian? No, he's not. Um, he, will he be when the matches resume? I don't know. Dude, it's going to be so weird when the matches resume. I know. And I know we have some more time to talk about it. But, I mean, Raheem Sterling was should have been really good, but wasn't all year. But you're telling me that you wouldn't think about owning Raheem Sterling on the way out? Like... That it's gonna be wild. It's the start of a new season that's gonna last nine a, matches. A nine match season. Yeah. It is yeah. so 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 bizarre. It's it, true. It is. You know what's funny is normally at this time of year, everyone kind of has similar teams coming down the stretch, and you're looking for differentials. But one of the times when you you definitely have the least amount of similarities, I feel like, is at the beginning of the season, because you don't know who all everyone's gonna have, and I think this has that potential. When it starts back, everyone's going to have different people. All lineups are going to look different. And and I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do yet. I really don't. Well, I know what you're going to do right now, Dave. Am I? What? Yes, because it's that, it's, it's that time. That time for? <laughs> you to pay up your bet again. <laughs> right now. Right now. Let's do it. So um, let me get the, uh, the old camera ready. Brian, my understanding is you're going to recite this for him to say. Yes. While he does push-ups. Dave, I want at least eight push-ups this time. Eight? Eight. Man, that seems so like a lot. Can't we just keep it to like five? Let's get in position here. I've got to get away from my mic, Brian, so you got to carry this for us. Okay. All right. I think I'm going to – got a long cord here for my mic. I never thought I'd, I'd use it, but I'm going to use it right now. Oh, this is going to be great. All right, so we're going to do this again. My head doesn't have all the blood flowing to it as it will look. It's actually a little sunburn. I was out in the sun yesterday. All right, so here we go. I'm going to uh, repay on a bet because I still haven't fulfilled the original bet, although unbeknownst to me, just because I was stupid and and kind of forgotten, we confused the Simpson bet with the Billy Madison bet saying in the bet. So, here we go. Brian, you're going to help me out. You're going to give me the words. Alright, here we go, Brian. I'm stupid. You're smart. I'm stupid. You're smart. I was wrong. You were right. I was wrong. You were right, Andrew the ref. You're the best. I'm the worst. You're the best. I'm the worst. You're very good looking. (laughs) I'm not attractive. You are very good looking and I am not attractive. I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. You eat pieces of shit for breakfast? I'm laughing. I'm laughing and getting weak. That it? Is <laughs> yeah, that good? You're good. You've done it. You've done it. You're good. Captured oh on video. All right, bleep that. Wow, that is excellent. <laughs> we even got some some filthiness in there, some censorship. Very true. Very true. All right. 
So let's close this episode out. We talked about breakfast cereal. We've done push-ups. We've given a worthless top ten list. Let's close this out by talking about what we're going to do with our free transfers this weekend. Brian, take mm-hmm. it away. Dave, wait. Say some more lines from it. <laughs> say uh, in your Shooter McGavin voice, people, go back to your shanties. <laughs> you people, go back to your shanties. <laughs> uh, any, any other quotes you want me to try to? Try to say, Brian? Yeah, I want you to say, uh, just stay out of my way or you'll pay. Listen to what I say. Hey, why don't I just go and eat some hay? I can lay by the bay, make things out of clay. I just may. That was one of my favorite parts when I first watched that movie. Yeah, say that too now, Dave. The whole thing right now. Or just tell us what you're going to do with your lineup this week, Dave. So... I have one free transfer. I used two free transfers last week. We already talked about that. I was looking at what I was going to do. I'm going to wait till I get one more for next week. So I'm okay. not going to make one this week. I'm going to save it. So I have two for next week. Hold and tight. Then, and then I'm going to I'm going to make another change. The goal is to, I think, turn Richarlison into Mane. Huh. And I have. I'm close. I got to make up a little bit more money, but I think I got to send. Doherty out. I mentioned that, I think, briefly last week. You did. So I think Doherty and Richarlison are going to go out for Mane and probably Sheffield Defender. Interesting. But I don't know. It might be might be um, someone that maybe would be a little bit cheaper. So normally, in the last end of the season, I was concerned with, especially because, well, and I still have all my chips. I guess, well, Everyone who has chips will still have them. Right. But they won't be as vital now because everyone's going to be playing like the same amount of games for the most part. Yeah. Right? We, we like, don't know how I the think, schedule will I think they're going to do away. I don't know, but are they going to do away with, you know, the some of the FA Cup game matches? Like, don't know. So, anyways, I don't know. Maybe all that will come into play again. But I feel like if there was a tournament that they could let go of, it'd be that one. Yeah, and just finish the Premier League season and, and championship and all the other seasons. So, Anyways. we should say. I mean, we now we know there's at least a report. There are new reports out there that it could be more like June. I know. Last time we met, we talked about the possibility of it being in July. Uh, there's a report out there now about the Premier League being in advanced talks about returning in June behind closed doors again. So. Sure. I mean, so we'll just see kind of how that plays out. But. but even that's not for sure. I mean, the latest reports here in the U.S. is that we're not going to hit, at least not in our location, we're not going to hit the peak of this thing till late May. Yeah. So if that's the case, I don't know what England's time timeline looks like, but if that's the case, you know, who knows? We're, we're still very much up in the air. All I know is as long as we're under current conditions again next week, we're going to record something next week. Even if it's five minutes. We'll have a podcast next week. Even if it's to talk about another food product. That's right. (laughs) It will be something. Processed cheese food, ranked 1 through 20. Go. I could go. I could do that. (laughs) Smoked Gouda is amazing. Brian. Uh, Yeah, of course it is. Who's arguing that? I don't even know. Brian, tell us about your lineup this week. Um, My lineup actually is unchanged, and it's mostly because I, I owe Tom Nook a lot of money. 
I've been playing only Animal Crossing uh, <laughs> since it came out. So I've managed more of my island habitat than I have my uh, Premier League team. So I actually lost money on Jack Grealish, but I gained a tenth on Brandon Williams, which is amazing. Brandon wow. Williams went up is to 4.2, which possible? is insane. Um, so, yeah, the only, uh, the only thing I uh, am looking at now is the exact same thing that I was looking at four weeks ago. So, no change. Okay. Do you want me to be even less helpful next time? <laughs> I don't think that's possible. Okay. <laughs> well said, Scott. Thank you. Well said. Scott, are you making a change? Yeah, I'm planning to. Uh, I have just the money I would need now to go from Mares to KDB. Do you think that's worth doing? Yeah. Definitely going to restart because Mares, in my opinion, still won't be guaranteed a playing spot, but DeBrown will. So, yeah, I, I would I would make that move if you could do it. I may or may not you know, do what you're doing and basically wait a week. I'm not sure, but um, that is the next move that I'll probably be making because the, the money in my bank works out just right to be able to do nice. that. So that's yeah, what I'm looking any, at. Any drop in fluctuation could change that. A lot of guys, though, did go up a tenth, as, as Brian mentioned. Uh, you know, a couple of Arsenal midfielders rose in price. Mesut Ozil's one. That's weird. Really? Wow. Weird. Nicola Pepe's one. Lacazette weird. went up. Yeah, it's fascinating. Um, a lot of price changes going on. A lot of a lot of guys making moves with their free transfers. Which, hey, you can. So I'd say go for it. Danny uh, Ings most transferred out this past game week. I would love to know what. Uh, do we know this offhand? A good podcast might know this already. Of which of the fixtures will be the next fixture that happens? Because right no. now, as it as it stands, if it, if we come back and the next fixture, since it's thirty one through thirty five that the Premier League is showing us postponed, and week thirty six is the next week, I can't imagine that they go to week thirty six and what would have been May second. I mean, I feel like they will just re rearrange based on what the previous it'll depend list of on, matches would It'll be. depend on who can host when. And I don't know that that it will have a huge impact, but, I mean, I'm sure some of these pitches, there's you know, there's other events that are scheduled on, on these dates, you know, certainly in the midweek when they weren't planning to host a match. So, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting. I think what we have to do, and, and this is an idea for a future episode, by the way. I have not told you guys this. Oh, good. We have to look at the remaining opponents just in general, I think, yeah. and get an idea for strength of schedule that we can predict based on the remaining opponents. I don't think we're going to know the order for sure until we know something closer to an actual schedule. Yeah, I agree with you. So stay tuned for that. Uh, again, we're going to have something uh, pretty much every week. At least that's the plan. If anything changes, uh, if we're forced to change that at all, we will let you know on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our Patreon page, uh, even our website, fantasysoccerfc.com. Hey, bear with me. Sorry about the late release this past week, but let's be honest, what else were you doing? Um, and uh, But I'll try to do a little bit better and not wait almost an entire week before I can get the pot out. So, that, that was on me. Strictly on me. And with that said, for the Fancy Soccer FC Podcast, this is David Smith. Until next time.